Oh. You're recording? Yeah. Beautiful. I, I want I wanted to rock out to Cody's music here. Even though it's not relevant to anything we're talking about. crazy that Cody's return happened this year like that's the funny thing about pro wrestling like it's crazy how much of it there is and how quickly you forget you forget about it and and you and and and, and it's constantly evolving there's so much of it that you're like oh Cody got injured all right like he wrestled at, that was Mania in April what was that seven months ago we were there I know isn't that I, fucking crazy? And then, like, Cody debuted back in at NWB with his full-on AEW music. I don't even remember him in AEW, let alone remember him anything he did in WWE. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Am I wrong or right? Do you feel that way sometimes in wrestling, too? Yeah, I, I do, and I can't wait for him to come back. And boy, oh, boy, is that proof of the fact that in pro wrestling, like, try more shit. Like, oh, what I would say is just try shit, wrestlers. We are a forgiving and forgetful crowd. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling <laughs> podcast, baby. C-O-W. We are back in a big way, daddies. Patreon.com slash Comedians Wrestling. Support this podcast. We do it ourselves. We do it for fun. Uh, we love talking fucking the biz. Um, Sorry, we took a little hiatus here. Uh, Nick Tulo is in the house, by the way. Let me just introduce you now. At Tipco with Tulo. Nick Tulo. Nicholas Tulopoulos. That's right. A Greek man. He was Italian, and now he became a Greek. Mr. Papa Giorgio. Which is speaking to my point. You can come and debut as an Italian in wrestling, switch to a Greek, and we as fans will pretend you were Greek the whole time. Um, Mr. Mark Giorgio, you're a Vegas vacation guy. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Who would have thought my sister would have the legs of a thoroughbred? <laughs> Am I right there? Uh, too long. Welcome to the pod. But yeah, uh, uh, we took, uh, Thanks for we, having took me. we took one week off, but we're back and, uh, we got tons and tons to talk about because pro wrestling gives us so much, but I'll say this. Back, not for, I was gone for good reason. We are busy, very busy in other aspects of my my existence, my life, my comedic endeavors, you know. But that being said, there are things in the works here that I think the Marks, the Cows, the Jabroniacs, the Petroniacs will appreciate. I have something, I cannot confirm it right now, but I find it to be a culmination of a lot of our, uh, our, uh, Hanging together here, a lot of our, uh, a lot, a, a lot of uh, the uh, the vibe that we'd be cultivating here. A lot of OGs will appreciate something I have in the work here, in the works here, and I don't want to, I don't, I, I don't want to uh, uh, jinx it, but you'll know about it the second I do. Um, plus, I'm producing the last improv show here in LA. If you're in LA and you want to check it out, 
Next show, the last improv show, 11-29, Tuesday, November 29th. I just saw the advertisement. We got Mr. Big. Seth Green himself doing monologues, the guest monologist on the show. Um, so that's pretty cool for, for you to uh, mention here because uh, huge mark, Seth Green. As a matter of fact, Seth Green, if we're going to talk about Seth Green, and this is what I will discuss with Mr. Green when I get to the show and we talk – I watched his movie here. We did a cow. We did a cow movie app on Seth mm. Green's movie. Uh, I'm sorry, the name of his movie is for is escaping me, but it's no. called oh, it's called Austin Powers. No, 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 no. It's called Changeland. His movie uh, from 2019. Changeland. It was a Hulu original film, and the reason we watched it is because Randy Orton is in the film. Randy Orton, like we watch it because Randy Orton's in there, and it's fucking great. There's just he's hanging out. By the way, this movie, I really enjoyed the movie. I think we gave it very positive reviews. I think it was a pleasant surprise for us. It's a really nice oh, yeah. story. Yeah, and it's shot beautifully. It's like shot in. I think they shot it in Fiji. Um, anyway, Isn't this it about movie, like a group of friends or something like that, and they like go to like, yeah, it's on like vacation or something or a bachelor party. No, I think it's. It's 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 Seth Green and I think Brecken Meyer, um, but I'm just going off memory right now. You know, I I see a lot of movies, um, and they go. Uh, let me just click in it now. And he gets broken up with. Uh, his girlfriend breaks up with him, uh, which was interesting. Another funny thing about it is that the, he, he you you don't you don't ever meet the girlfriend. That's what it was. You never meet the girlfriend, um, but I think that sh- she's like gonna break up with him or. He thinks that she's going to break up with him, so he just goes on a trip with his friend and, like, doesn't – it just ignores the situation. Like, he can't face it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Something like that. And then he goes on kind Love of, like, that. you know, uh, you know, he has, like, a, uh, 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 an eat, pray, love kind of a trip for himself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, Live, love, uh, laugh. Yes. And um, I'm just clicking on it now here because it – is it Breckenmeyer? Yeah, it's Breckenmeyer. And Macaulay Culkin's in it, Brenda Song's in the movie, Randy Orton's in the movie. Um, but Randy Orton. Uh, Randy Orton, like he's on the island and then he just shows up to a bar and just Randy Orton's just chilling at that bar. They don't cover up his tattoos or anything, like, you know, why would you, right? But it's just Randy Orton with the full skull sleeves wearing a tank top. And, you know, he kind of plays that role of like the guy who's like, Hey man, like, you know, I'm living my life. Like, I'm living moment to moment. I live here on this island, you know, because he's, like, the only non-native guy in this bar, you know? And you're like, (laughs) anyway, the point is, my other interaction with Seth Green is I was sitting at very good seats at Raw in the Staples Center. At the time, it was the Staples Center, not the Crypto.com Arena. I was in Staples Center. Seth Green had better seats than me. I think he was (laughs) sitting with O'Shea Jackson, you know? Um, is Ice Cube's son, <laughs> and um, uh, they did a dark match after the show, and it was like, I know it was Becky Lynch in a like hardcore match because I think they did a taping of like you know, two hundred five live, and then they then they had a match, you know, they did to make you stay for two hundred five live, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then Becky Lynch was in front of me. <laughs> Becky Lynch was, like, beating up on, like, uh, let's call it Liv Morgan. And they were having a hardcore match. And then 
they were off the air during this match. So Becky just starts slamming Liv's head on the guardrail, you know, right in front of Seth Green. Yeah. And she's like, I'm embarrassing you in front of Seth Green, you know? <laughs> and, then, and Seth was loving it. So um, that was a fun experience I had seeing Seth at wrestling. So I know he's the dudes. And the, and I've just seen him on the Titantron. And uh, like they're like, hey, who's here? And so definitely a big wrestling guy, huge Star Wars guy. Excited to have a conversation with him. Also, our mutual friend, Rachel Bloom, does the voice of his girlfriend in the movie. Um, that he does it, you know, she, she leaves him voicemails. He's only listening to her voicemails. And then, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, cool. So, anyway, Seth Green, I'm, uh, you know, excited to have him on the show. Just taking the sweatshirt off. It got very hot in here. Uh, but before I take the sweatshirt off, can we just that was incredible. A merch detour here? That was a Seth Green, yeah, Seth Green detour. Let me in. Fiend. So, I'm wearing the, hold on, let me take it off. Yeah, right, let's, let's, because that's where we're probably going to start. I'm wearing a gray t-shirt the fiend no this is just a gray shirt underneath because i thought i would keep this on the whole time but then it got hot and also um yeah. no, nothing i'm gonna say is gonna be interesting right now but i actually am gonna turn down my heat guys should i turn down the heat on this podcast as well folks <laughs> anyway this this sweatshirt i found it's the let me in fiend sweatshirt and then on the sleeves it says like heal and hurt you know mm, love and, that and boy oh boy I, I look at this sweatshirt like this and i'm like thank god i have this thing <laughs> you know that it's one interesting thing about wrestling merch is i never if i want something i never regret buying it you know because i yeah. go back and i go like oh god i'm so glad i get it. you you can't like you can't get this thing now right i mean you can find it but you got to dig no, it's, yeah, I mean, the Fiend stuff, and it's, like, it's so awesome even more because he's back, you know? So yeah, he's it's... back, and he's, and he's back, and he's, who the hell knows what he's up to? I mean, not that that's the place we should start, Tilo, at all. I think it's a great place to start. But um, a, a, slow, a slow start for Bray Wyatt here, would, would you say? Yeah. It's oh, very interesting. Yeah, plug it in, man. Plug it in. Plug it in. Yeah, it's very, very interesting uh, start. Uh, I was, I'm not saying I, bad, by the way. I just want to clarify. No. I'm not saying a bad start, but they're a very patient, slow start yeah. for Mr. Bray Wyatt. I think L, I think L.A. Knight is a is an interesting place to start. I was not expecting that. Oh no, no way! That's so. Is that his first appearance? On SmackDown, that's non-promo in the middle of the ring by himself. Wait, did I lose you? Let's see, did I fuck this up? Did I lose your audio? Hello? Did I lose your audio, Tulo? find out too low i don't know what we can hear or not because i don't hear too low right now but let's see you guys got to give me a second to troubleshoot here are you hearing me too low too low hears me 
I can't hear him at all. And I don't know what has changed. I didn't change anything. Everything's still plugged in. I did. I came over here and I put the sound down a little bit. Anyway, I don't know, Tula, what should we do? <laughs> what do we do here? Hold on. Hmm. Hello. I hear myself. All my stuff set up the same. I think it might be on your end. I think it might be on your end. I, I, it is you. I, my setup looks good. I mean, I'm noticing that my camera is crooked, but that doesn't matter that much. What the hell did you do, bro? I don't know. I'm back. All right, you're back. We're, that's that. They're just everyone's just giving a nice awkward. What the hell was that? I don't know. Everyone's just giving a nice awkward little pause there. I just cut out. I don't know. That was cut wild. Out. I guess they could probably hear me. I don't know if they're not going to be able to hear you because it's recorded no. on my, my end, correct? All right. Anyway, we had a nice little weird gap here. But we're talking about Bray, right? So that's our first Bray. Listen, you talk about The Fiend, and then he just cuts mic, cuts the mic out, yeah? I that's mean, our first segment of Bray interacting with another wrestler. Yeah, The Fiend did that. Was, and the podcast. Hold, hold on one second. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. Who, wait. <laughs> oh, shit. It was him. It was him. It was him. Oh, wait. I think I know who was responsible. It was the hackers over at AEW. Oh my God! They, well, they hacked their way back into the tree. They hacked their way back into the. Oh my God! Well, all right, wait, let's not jump there yet. So look, there's folks. Too low. Let's stick on this. Okay. So do we think that? Because I was reading that they're planning a big match for Bray. At they're trying to have him do a match at Survivor Series. Is what I was reading. So wow. you think they do an LA Knight match for Bray Wyatt? I, maybe I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, would that be a big enough match for him to come back? I mean, it might be a, some kind of he's tries to convert him, you know. But is it, it's fair to say that nothing Bray is doing right now is that coherent, right? Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah, me either. And, like, and, and that might be that by design. Is that seems like the only thing I'm a little confused by is that so he speaks in kind of the first person, right? Where he's like, oh, he speaks. Being like, I'm Bray Wyatt. He's not, he, you know, he doesn't speak in the first yeah. person. He speaks about, like, he speaks as Bray. Like, I'm Bray mm -hmm. the man, which feels to be some version of, like, here's who I am, not in character, is kind of what he's saying, right? Mm -hmm. But then it's like his character calls to him. But then yeah. also, what I find confusing is then in conversation sometimes, he'll be like, like, yo, I'm going to do some bad things and stuff. And then you're like, oh, does he slip in and out of personalities, you know? And I'm sure that they have a plan for all this, but I'm just saying I'm interested where it's going. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's it's... good people behind it. So, I mean, I, I think they got a good handle on it. But L.A. Knight is an interesting place. It, that, that subverts your expectations, you know? And it was that was yeah. a really cool the way it was done, where it was like it was flickering in the back, and then they panned over. You knew exactly what was going to happen, but it, it just was cool. I like, think Kathy Kelly was it... gone. 
Yeah, I would say I think in a general like sense of all of WWE, everything is kind of moving pretty slow, right? Like, yeah, but I think smartly, right? Because they're in between yeah. zone right now, right? Yeah, and I think it's a it's they're in like a money spot. Although I will say it's they're they're lulling a little bit, but you got war games coming up, so that's going to be must watch. You know, everybody's going to watch one on one. Well, this is to be fair. To be fair, and this to be fair, this is the lull time of year. It is. I it's about kind of today. It's kind of unavoidable for WB, and they shouldn't really be dinged for that. Other than the fact that they also can go off the air. You know what I mean? Like they can. Well, they can't have seasons, but I think that's just... where the dilemma lies, Dan, is right. because we're used to this being lull times for right. WWEs, but it is not lull times for WWEs because now Survivor Series is actually completely different, right? So yeah, this is a whole new ball game. So we're in it. I think the lull time is going to be that that build to Royal Rumble because there's nothing from survivor series to royal rumble so that's there's no new that new year that day one pay-per-view is gone now right so it's going to be interesting to see how they build from this point on which i think is going to be awesome i mean cody coming back you got bray in the mix roman doing what he's doing seth like i mean there's just well i want to talk about seth for a while here because there's a lot to say but in terms of, yeah, whatever, we're not going to get into the argument that, like, they shouldn't be on the air here. We've done it a million times. We all know wrestling should have seasons. It would make it so great. I was having a whole discussion with Shebs the other day about football because I was ex- I was just explaining how much I adore football, uh, fo- the kayfabe of professional football. Like, while I don't <laughs> watch football, you know, yeah, the, all the lead-up to football season is so dope. Every week being like here's a big game all the games matter i wish wrestling had that you know i would that what that vibe that wrestling that 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 rest that football has i wish wrestling could capture that more you know because even mm. when the rumble happens you wait like two months for mania you know or is it two or three months even january it's the end of january normally and the beginning of april so it's like two it's like two and change you know it ends up being like eight yeah eight, nine weeks or whatever, you know? So I, I guess what I'm saying is, is, uh, 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 is we can get into that. The, that being said, there have been years, we've been doing this a while where we've had like a great survivor series or like a real, a, a November, what was supposed to lull, but it didn't, you know, mm-hmm. I think from memory, I think they had, we had Goldberg Brock, where Goldberg beat Brock. Remember that? That was at a Survivor Series, and that led to all the way through Mania. Like, that was a year where you were like, oh, all right, that's a fucking great use of a Survivor Series. They're setting up a Mania match, you know? Right. What's tricky about WWE right now is this situation of Roman having both titles, you know? And the way that Triple H is choosing to deal with it is by elevating the U.S. title, you know? And I think, and making Seth Rollins the face of Raw, essentially. Like, yes. he kicked off Raw on Monday, and he essentially told everybody, like, I'm the face of Raw. 
and he and he kicked it off and he said like the u.s title is the marquee title of raw you know mm-hmm. which is like a fucking great idea like i actually yeah. was really thinking about it and i think that the cash in idea was i think in in the short term it's stupid and sucks like that night it sucks but in the long term theory had a great promo on raw you know and a great explanation of why he cashed in like good writing where he was like you know look at all the times my opportunities to cash in like there was always something in my way you know Mm -hmm. and and he's like seth rollins is fucking seth rollins and he bumped seth rollins he elevated who seth is you know Mm -hmm. and justified it but then also it made him look angry and it reset him in this new era because that briefcase was a little bit of a curse for him. Yeah. Because he, with especially with Roman in the position he's in, you know, what are you going to do with it? If he cashes in, he's not on Roman's level. He doesn't deserve to be beating Roman. Right? Right. So it, 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 it's like this, this, this run made him way more important. Let's just take it off of him. And then let's keep his momentum going without this expectation of a cash in, I think was kind of smart, you know? And in return, he got to wrestle Dolph Ziggler this week. Right. Uh, my good friend. Mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler. Good, very good. Very good friend. Very good friend. Very good friend. Very good friend. Uh, me and Dolph Ziggler had a beautiful lunch recently. Don't you love that? Last week, we had a beautiful lunch. We had a great lunch. We loved it, folks. Don't you love lunch? I love it. You eat it. Middle of the day. No, but so I I think that uh, Austin Theory, like, man, this dude, this dude's looking like a fucking million bucks. I mean, holy shit. He just learned that you you can tan. Did you notice that? (laughs) He's looking tan. He's clearly, like, on his fucking regimen. And by the way, can I just take a step to the side? And go down the uh, workout detour. I'm working out so fucking hard today. I burned 1,400 calories in the gym. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> and uh. So I uh. Oh fuck calories. Yeah, hold on. So, yeah, I burned a shit ton of calories. I'm working my ass off, and and uh, I mean that's an extreme day because it's like whatever. It's like it, it, the last Thursday of the month, and this is because of. Thanksgiving in my gym, we do these like really hard workouts that you're like kind of trained for all month, you know, and you're like, oh, I'm going to finish. So this thing took me like an hour 20 to finish this. This this workout took dudes in my gym like 58 minutes, took me 120, you know. Okay. Um, Boy, oh boy, when you're working out like Austin Theory (laughs) there and and I assume he's got to be working out like how I am here. Whew. Boy, oh boy, does that fucking drain you? You know, like I am drained, man. Like you feel, you feel it. Like th- there's kind, there's workouts you can do where you're like energized. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is not what I do. I don't. Oh, do did you drink yeah. snake oil? Got the snake oil. I I have. I do listen. I have recovery drinks. I, I definitely gotta be honest. I need more supplements and shit. If you guys do have recommendations, hit me up because I'm starting to be I'm I'm a beast mode, but I need to figure out what I gotta take, man. Like cause my because body you're, needs to because you're looking at because you're looking at MJF and you're like 
I mean, there's no reason why literally 25 years old, you know, that Jewish guy looks like that. And and this Jewish guy can't look like that. You know, we're from the same town. We're from the same place. I I honestly, I honestly truly believe that you seeing MJF Jack like that is getting you motivated to get fucking Jack. It certainly doesn't hurt, baby. I tell I, you I think it actually holds a little bit more weight here than, than you're putting Well, out. I'll tell you, I, I like being, I, I want to be jacked even before that. But when I look at, what I say, when I look at MJF, I'm, I want to be like, talk to my mutual friends with him and be like, yo, what's he, what's he doing? What's he taking? Because we got to have similar genetics, genetics, you know? <laughs> and we... And we both, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I was watching MJF in that Moxley promo. If we're jumping over there, and it is crazy when it's like a Jewish kid from Plainview just in the like in the heavyweight contender for pro wrestling. It'll always blow Wild. my mind. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Could have been you. Yeah, it's just that's awesome. You know, you know but, the, the foot DDT. I'll say this. Yeah, that foot DDT. Obviously, everyone knows. One of my many finishers. But I'll say this, though. I thought Moxley's promos were really fucking masterful on Wednesday. I really liked his promos. I I really dug. Moxley perfectly called out MJF, you know, where he was yeah. like, he said something to him, which was like, you, you, you're coming off like a, like a kid playing wrestler, you know? Yeah. And I was like, that that is true. Like, Mm-hmm. Now, that is part of MJF's style, and it's not no, no, totally a knock on him, but it, it's what I've always said. It's not a knock on him. He's a mega talent. He's going to be one of the best top guys. He'll be the champion in WWE. Like, I, you know, I, I, you know, he's one of my guys beyond, you know? Um, uh, but there's a, there's a thing in wrestling where it's like you have to – It's hard to find to where you find that real, like, authentic zone, you know? And it took guys so long. We've talked about this a million times. But like, and, and some of it, you have to earn it with the crowd. But, like, Moxley Moxley did a thing. I mean, argue, I mean, I'm all over the place here. But arguably, I am all over the place, but these are all important points. Moxley arguably, too low, <laughs> pulled a little bit of what I don't like about some of Kevin Owens promo promos. Yeah. A little bit like, Hey, yeah, you have a chip, ironic detachment, yeah. like selling out the product, you know, where you're like, you got a chip and you wore a mask and like, you know, you're, you know, cause you can, if just give you an example, you, you know, as a pro wrestler, you can come in the ring and be like, Hey, and we're fake fighting. And this is all planned. If you want to say that you could say that. Right. Right. So he was telling that, my only reason I really like it is because with MJF, I think he needs someone to say shit like that to him. He needs that challenge of, like, you're coming off a little scripted, you know? And that's what he said to him. You feel scripted. And he does come off a little scripted, you know? He does. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's not, and that's another not a knock on MJF. That's more of like a, hey, something to work on, something to think about. You're not fully cooked yet because – there's a lot of pressure on him to have perfect promos because he's one of the only good promo guys in the entire business right now, you know? And so there's a lot of pressure on him to do it. So it's almost like he might benefit from removing the pressure a little bit and 
you know, trying to be a little more natural sometimes, you know. But I don't know. That's going to be tough against Moxley. Moxley this week had that beautiful CM Punk thing where you're like, I believe this guy. And not many wrestlers get there. Like, for example, Roman. Like, Roman, when he speaks, you barely go, I believe this guy. The only reason Roman pulls it off is because you're like, oh, well, but the thing he's saying is true, so it's fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where he's yep. like, yo, I'm, I'm like the top guy in this business, and I smashed everybody, and you're kind of like. I smashed him. I done smashed him. You're kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, his shirt says, we the ones, and you're like, yeah, they are the ones. Like, you, yeah. you, you can't really say anything about it, so you're like, that's it. But he never says something where you think he really fucking, he truly, like, feels it in his guts enough. I, you know, it's. It, it's it's you know not many do you know uh i would say he does I, I think he believes it now i think i think he knows he's awesome i mean he guy puts on i mean puts on bangers with logan paul and brock lesnar i mean it's like crazy not many wrestlers can do that you know like yeah he's, no, he's great bro he's great here's no, the no. thing and you know and 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 it's interesting we're talking about champions right so roman doesn't just allow you to see him every week you know like when he shows up it's important when he wrestles it's for the title it's usually on a pay-per-view um you know it's special you know what he's doing he makes himself feel bigger by the way his championship run has gone with moxley i love mox death one of my guys for sure for sure for sure for sure for sure for sure but like it doesn't help him when he's every week Wednesday wrestling for the title against somebody else. You know he's not gonna lose those matches. So like he's having all these title matches, and then it's just like now he's getting this pay-per-view match. And it doesn't help his run, it doesn't help his reign. You we I think we all believe how great Moxley is and we know how great he is, but it doesn't help his reign that we we see an like an abundance of him all the time, you know. I I agree. We've talked about this before too. It's it's just he wasn't. We all know he wasn't supposed to be champion. He's supposed to take time off, so it's yeah. a little bit like the timing is the timing's off, you know. So I agree. I, I totally. Yeah, I mean agree. he's losing, right? MJF has to win, right? Um, I mean, I think I think just I I I believe MJF will win. Yeah. Right? I didn't even I mean, realize Full Gear was this Saturday, did you? It's this Saturday, baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, 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 I think MJF will definitely win. Um and and but I do think that Moxley cut a great promo and he, it, it, it's just not his time, I agree with you. It's not his time to be the champion, but he has a very clear character, he has a very clear, authentic gimmick. Oh yeah. You buy it, you're into it. He's he's doing great, great work. But yes, MJF versus Moxley is does not exciting me, and that's because this Moxley, mock this version, this, right? this Moxley title run just feels like well, uh, fuck. It's kind of you know Mox kind of called it all out, right? He's like, you haven't you've wrestled one match in the last six months. You disappeared for three, like you know. Then you just show up and you get a chip by wearing a Halloween mask, you know, like, and now you're here. And it's just like, I would have rather seen MJF build his way to the title match, you know? But 
this way is more in tune with his character. He always finds a way, manipulates. Like, I feel like he's going to pull some shenanigans, obviously. Right? And then that's how he's going to win. Uh, totally. I'd yeah. rather it be clean, but it's not going to be that way. It's MJF. He's a scumbag. I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt it, but... So, let's... Uh... He's like Long Island scum. You know? He is definitely Long Island scum, and it essentially is his gimmick, right? Yeah. He's stealing your girlfriend. In Plainview, Beth Page, Long Island, we shake hands. That was one of the craziest things to ever hear in wrestling. Some guy go, in Plainview, Beth Page, Long Island. (laughs) Like a big wrestler. That's always always be crazy to me. Um, (laughs) uh, So, yeah, let's jump on over to this Young Bucks situation. So... Death Triangle. Uh, their entrance look pretty slick. Dope. The entrance is dope, but what? How, this is just minor. But Ray Phoenix gear did not fit the Death Triangle at all. Well, I think they're they're calling this like. I think that's what the entrance showed, right? Right. Phoenix is in the middle. He's between heel and face. Phoenix comes out of the face tunnel. I think Pentagon out of the heel tunnel, right? So it's like it, it's this interesting dynamic with the group is that like there's a face, there's a heel, and there's an in between guy. I thought Penta was in the middle, no? Yeah, that's what I said. I thought that's what I said. Penta in the middle. Oh, you said and Ray is the good guy. Yeah, Ray out of the the face tunnel and and Pac out of the heel oh, tunnel. Shit. I didn't even put that together, but that is definitely true. That is what they're doing. And right? that's the dynamic that's going on. Like Pac's trying to get them to cheat using that hammer, whatever the hell that is. You know, Penta's like in between. Phoenix is like, nah, I'm not doing it. So it's like this weird, interesting oh. death triangle, so to say, I would say. Oh, I that just escaped me. <laughs> um, I mean, at least that's what I picked up. I think that sounds about right. I lo- and whatever I want to believe that actually made them like, you just made them like twenty times cooler to me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And Pac's the one calling, cutting the promo. You know, he's doing the heel stuff. He's he's he knows he's they got to make themselves heel for that for that. Uh, what matchup? Yeah, so it's just so weird. It's so. All right, where do we begin? Uh. So they showed all these like little vignettes, right? Yeah. And they were all, unless I missed some, they all were kind of like an Ouija board kind of thing or like a clock. Uh, No, not necessarily. One was, it was more like a. There were, like oh, there Thanos. was like a Thanos one. There was the Thanos yeah. ones first, and then it started being like uh like this angle on a clock. Like talking right? about like going like well, then there was another one where we're showing like gears and stuff, so it made it seem like they were returning a full gear. And then this last one was this clock thing. Uh, I saw gets... the clock thing before this. Oh, maybe there was a clock thing again. But uh... I think you just missed the clock thing, bro. Oh. But anyway. You missed the clock thing, bro. No, it's just not exciting. It, it, these guys, we have to call a spade a spade here about with Kenny and the box. We could be talking. Listen, they just don't. They do not. They do not tell exciting stories. You know. I will say this. 
whenever I have doubted Kenny Omega and like this guy's overrated. I remember I called in once for the OG uh, nine to five episode, whatever that was, you know, what was yeah. it? What would we call that? The uh, nine to five. Nine to five. But yeah, we, we didn't have a special name. The ranking uh, one. I don't know. Whatever. Um, uh, the cow summit. Episodes? Yeah. The cow summit. I called in and was like, I'm going to say it. Kenny Omega is overrated. And then like the next night wrestle kingdom happened. And I was like, Oh my God, Kenny Omega is the greatest wrestler ever. Right. And he you, did it you, again. That, that was his Tanahashi feud. You really dug that. Oh man. It was insane. So, yeah. and then again, I felt like I was it, but you know, like this is just, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's see. But like, for them to just come back and be inserted in this trios title picture, I get why it makes sense, but it make it's like just the worst way to do it. It's the worst way to do it. I, why not? And if you're teasing, why not just do the debut at full gear? Why announce that? I guess you have to know, but like, just say it's mystery opponents. Who cares? Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, <sighs> And I hope it, I hope it like leads to something else. I really do. I really, really do. Like I really do. But if they just come back and you know, it's super kick party and the fucking dollar bills are flying everywhere. And you know, like, I don't know. I just think who, who gives a shit about a trios title. AEW's littered with titles. It's too much. Like that also, even like Samoa Joe was watching his segment. And like, I was like, I don't, I barely care about this right now, you know? And, Samoa Joe was just like yelling, being an asshole to the crowd. That also felt like, what? You know? Yeah. But, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, it, there's just nothing really to say. Like, Kenny and the Bucks, they're going to come back for this match. And then I really hope that they, and let's give them the benefit of the doubt, I hope they have some plans to tell some good stories here. And I hope they want to acknowledge that they were gone. Like, I, I just hate how they just brush this whole thing under the rug, you know? When um, it's like, all right, we disappeared, and then we came back. It's like, maybe you need Tony involved here. Maybe, you know, you, I maybe like, like, let's play into the fun of this, you know? I know it was definitely, like, a weird situation, but I don't I know. Just, I, I mean, the, the thing for me is why were they teasing, like, that the Elite was, like, getting deleted or it was, like, going away, you know? Like, and then now it, they're still saying that they're returning as the, the elite, right? So it's like, okay. Uh, yeah, you know, like, and give us saying, something. I think that, don't, like, they're saying but here's the problem is that delete them. Is that kind of what they're going for? Well, here, I don't know, but, like, um, right now, AEW is very much, like, just match-focused uh, storylines aren't really the, the number one focus. Uh, rankings, obviously, don't exist right now. So it's like, uh, in the context of all this, this makes sense for them to come back in this spot of where current AEW is, but the, where they should be coming back is, you know, in a completely different space like than this. And right. unfortunately with, with ROH being around still, this is what they're going to have to do. And until that goes away. And I really hope it goes away soon. Like big time. Cause I'm done with Chris Jericho, like Jericho definitely needs a break. 
I'm so done with him, man. Yeah. So done um, with him, man. Done with him, man. Uh, so they're setting up jumping her back WB. So it looks like they're going for uh. Do we wait? Do we have? Do we have any war games matches laid out yet? We we do. We have like kind of. It's like uh, um, women's. The women's matches are pretty much set. They're just waiting for one more. Yeah. Partner for each side. Um. Uh, I, it was it was looking like it was going to be Bloodline versus Drew and the Brawling Brutes, and people were saying Kevin Owens, but I heard Kevin Owens just got injured in a house show. So that would really suck ass. Like, with the big straw, suck ass. Because that's the matchup. That's like... Who, KO uh, got hurt? Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what the sheets are saying. I hear this thing going on. Here, men's war games. Oh, there's no men's war game stuff announced. Yeah, because uh well, I mean there's I'm assuming. No, yeah. I mean that's what they were building towards on SmackDown last week, so they were building towards like Drew and Roman. Uh well yeah, Brawling Brutes. Which would yeah, Sheamus. would have Sheamus. Sheamus would be with with Drew, right? Yeah. Right. Um which is sick. That and that, that is, that's a cool match. I like that. Right? Yeah, I think it's cool. The women's match is kind of like what it's Team Bailey versus Team Bianca essentially. Uh yeah. I think that'll be cool. Ronda versus Shotzi is kind of a throwaway match, right? Yeah. And AJ versus AJ versus Finn. I mean, with Finn is a great, great match. Great match. Great Survivor Series match. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because really uh, awesome. you'll have you'll have the teams ringside, uh, which will be cool. Uh, it's it's so a great Survivor Series to not just make that a Survivor Series style match too. Maybe they will. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah, because they have all they got huge outside of the ring presences here. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they they probably will do that, right? But I don't know if this is like, or are they just replacing the Survivor Series with war games matches? I'm not really sure what they're going uh, for. I was I was under the impression that there were going to be some matches like between like stables and stuff. So, all right, I cool. I uh, haven't heard anything, and kind of running out of time. And they didn't really do anything to make you feel that way on Raw. I will say back to your point about Seth Rollins and being U.S. champion. I mean, it's kind of dope you get Seth versus fucking Finn Balor, you know? I mean, it's like, it's so sick. Yeah, that was Perfect great. Use. Perfect use. Uh, Raw had a really, like, it was solidly booked in terms of the matches. Yeah. Totally. Agree. Uh, and, and good, you know, good story leading into it, like Ziggler and... Uh, and and uh, Theory, and then, yeah, totally to have uh, Finn... Seth, it's great because especially, I like where they're going with Seth, and Dude, it's how... so interesting to build up the U.S. title. You're kind of like, yeah, like it's like first off, it's a great looking title, and like this country's got you know we got like all this patriotism. You're like, you could build the U.S. title to mean more than the intercontinental title, you know. And I see titles doing just fine, also. 
It's like great. It's it's out. They got the both those titles are in a money spot. You got Gunther and and uh, Seth as the champions. I mean, that's sick. So and the sick. Usos as tag t- champions is great. The unified Dude, tag champs. That build up to the New Day versus the Usos was so sick, and the fact that Smack SmackDown was one day before their the New Day title reign was up, like longest title reign was up. So they had to win in order to prevent to keep their longest title reign going. Uh-huh. I mean, you can't you can't even write that up any better. I mean, it's perfect. Like they must have had that circle on the calendar for a long time. Uh, it's great. Um, that match was so sick. We got. I'm just looking at the card for full gear, which we haven't we haven't really gone through yet, um, but. It looks like we'll have Brian Cage versus either Lance Archer or Ricky Starks for the, to be number one contender. So yes. that, that's SP for pre-show. AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament. That's cool because you'll have like oh, the first... and Ethan, Ethan Page. Oh, Cage not... versus Page. He's not listed here. You just beat it's, probably, it's, probably just, it's probably just wrong. Yeah. So. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, that'll be cool because we will set. Up, that's good because you'll set up whoever's going to wrestle next. You know. Against like who's going to be go against MJF? I'm, co- when I'm confused though because unless is Paige and I don't think Paige and. Uh, I thought that match the finals was supposed to be at Full Gear. It is at Full Gear. But like, there's still two matches left. And one of them's happening on Rampage when's Probably Page Rampage will be Archer versus Starks, no? I guess so, yeah. I don't know. I, it doesn't say a... Page, but I, I don't remember what happened with Page. I saw or maybe him. Page. I thought Page was in the tournament. Maybe it's sure. He said Starks. he was going to win it. Or, and, this and... could just be wrong. This could just be wrong. All right. But you think where do you think they go you th- they can't go Brian Cage versus like MJF or whatever that can't be his first match you know I mean maybe yeah, it can be but he he's you know he then he's got he's going to have to cheat to win I mean match. Ricky Ricky Starks MJF would be fucking incredible that would be great it would make a lot more sense and that yeah. would get AW back into a nice money groove it's too fucking through the fucking OGs like up the guys like Ricky would be so over. Two great Mike guys. That would be sick. So, man, this pay per view though. Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy, like that. I'm sure that in Steel Cage. That'll be fun. You know. Um, I don't think anyone's really like so crazy yeah, vested I mean, in this feud, but still fun. Uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby. It's a little bit like eh, whatever. I mean, I like Jay Lethal, you hate. That's um, a rinse and repeat. Like, oh my god, you you can't rinse and repeat Jay Lethal enough to get the stench off of him. That guy fucking stinks. Yeah. Britt Baker versus Soraya. I I, I was not connecting with the Brits promo on 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 Dynamite. I was like, her being like, you weren't here during the pandemic era. Was that what her her argument was? I was like. Eh, that's so weak and not fun, you know. Like, yeah, I'm. Uh, 
just in such a weird spot with this rivalry. I wanna, I wanna care more about it, but I, I just, I don't, I don't. It's not a fun. It's not a fun Britt Baker performance. You know, I don't think Soraya like coming back was. I think it already wore off. Like I don't think they've done a good enough job to get that people excited that she's gonna be back in the ring for the first time in a really long time. Yeah. You know? I agree. And I think that's the big miss there in this. And and I think that's on page. I think she played this pretty like milk toast. Pretty, pretty. She played this all very boring, you know? Yeah. Like very, uh, like, like fucking. Like Soraya can't breaking be kayfabe less interesting time. than Paige. And that's what she went for. Like, that's kind of the danger with AWs that like you go in WWE where there's like. Maybe they missed the mark a lot, and Vince would miss the mark a lot with his character stuff. But at least they were like trying stuff and writing things. And then you go to AEW, and then she becomes, they're falling into a little bit of like tough guy alley. And like, you're just good because we know you're good. And pop to pop because we know you. And you're like, you know, let's like, let's do and say more cool shit. Let's, you know, you, you can't have two wrestlers who both say, this is my house. You know? <laughs> that means. Who's Apparently, Swerve's house. Yeah, it means well. Swerve's is way better. He should be the one saying it, but it means inherently that one of you is that 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 you if you both have the same idea, it's probably lame. You know. Yeah. So the Pritbaker DMD, you know, if you you know, that's a big win for Paige. That'll happen, and that'll be it. Jade Nyla Rose. I feel like we've seen this a million times. Am I wrong? That's interesting that you. So you think she's going to beat uh, Britt? Yeah, Paige will beat her 100%. I'll take I that don't bet. Know, man. You want to take that bet, man? You want to take that bet, man? Data is, just, is bad off, man. I'm trying to figure out what the better scenario is there. Like, I'd rather uh, another Brit like push towards the title when Thunder Rosa comes back. And I mean, I mean, Thunder Rosa, you need to get back. Ace, and Holy I know shit. she's injured and stuff. It's not working. But like, Damn it. this interim thing has been too long and it's kind of just like making Tony's title run not seem as important, you know? Yeah. But I am pumped for Tony versus Jamie Hayter. I think that match. You want to do a 20 bucks bet for the page? <laughs> DMD match? 20 bucks? I don't know. Scissor me daddy ass. Scissor me daddy ass. $20 bet. And it's been, we have to lock it in over a Zoom camera. Yeah. We, yeah. All right, we scissored each other's daddy asses. Uh, okay. So I have Paige winning, correct? Yeah, and I have Britt Baker. Okay, cool. Um, Jade, Cardhill, Cargill. Yeah, yeah, that's the easiest $20 money. I've ever lost in my life. Um, Eh, you never know. I mean, wrestling's wrestling. Because it could be, I, to be honest, it could be a fucking DQ, you know, and that, you know. Wardlow, uh, uh, Samoa Joe versus Powerhouse Hobbs is probably one of the cooler matches on this card, actually. Um, it's just every, let's see, it's just like a TNT title. So, you know, Samoa Joe's ROH champ, but he's fine with Wardlow. It's, it's fine. This, this match should be, I should be way more pumped for this match than I am. It's exactly the right. kind of match I'd want, I'd want, but I, you know, well, here's the thing. It kind of sucks is that they, they waited too long to pull the trigger on Hobbs. I wish they got this Hobbs in, uh, 
Wardlow thing going a little earlier because they could have made a really sick story with Wardlow and, and uh, Hobbs leading up to full gear. But I think they panicked and got Samoa Joe involved instead of just leaving it as Hobbs and, uh, and Wardlow. But them having Joe in that ring with them will drastically help with how that match is going to go, for sure. And it will be a triple threat, so no DQ. It should end up being pretty badass, Mom. Hey, I, you know, I think uh, there's a match, and it's going to be pretty badass, man. And I'm talking about the badass match between Wardlow and uh, badass man uh, Hobbs. Jericho versus Daniel and versus Claudio versus Sammy Guevara. This match should have... This match should... Zero. It's for the ROH World Championship, and it's kind of a perfect fucking example zero. of a match where you're like, that's a fucking killer match, but it's just like... For this ROH stuff, which is just so unclear within the fucking context of AEW. And also, there's oh. two sets of teammates, like, in the match. Like, what? how does that work? Like, you know Sam is going to immediately try and lay down for Jericho quickly or some, some shit like that. But, like, I don't know. It's just... I mean, it could end up being fun. I just am saying, like, whatever. I'm sure it will be. Yeah, that match would be cool. The Acclaim versus Swerve in our glory... Yeah, man, uh-huh. that's a good match. And then Moxley versus MJF. I mean, this card, you know, it's it's not a it's not a bad card on paper. It's just a bad. It's not a great. This is not a great time for AEW. You know, interesting enough, AEW going into All Out, they were in kind of a weird zone, and that's way before all this shit got even weirder, right? Yeah. So, you know, they gotta they gotta refocus it, man. They just have to. They just have a lot of work to do here to make this stuff better. I, I mean, if I'm then my refocus on building up my talent as individual talents, I focus on focusing on the wins, losses again, make those stronger, matter more. I would lose ROH entirely, have ROH be its own show. If the ROH title comes up, it's just the like Samojo perfectly here. He happens to be the champion of that. But he's mm-hmm. in this match for the TNT Championship, just like NXT. We can acknowledge he's the champion of ROH, but it's nothing to do with this program, you know? Man, that's um, exactly what I need. Yeah, like, let's clean this show up. It's just messy, 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 you know? Um, and A produced ROH show would be, like, on a streaming service would be, like, recorded would be good. I would just do it on YouTube if I were them, no? Yeah, but... Why don't you have ROH on YouTube, you know? Not the worst idea. Yeah, I mean, it's just a good way to... I don't know. YouTube's huge. Like, why not you have live ROH, like how NWA Power does it or whatever, you know? And and then you could still have your ROH champions will pop up, you know? But you just have Jericho as the ROH champion. True. Then Then it's only cool. So, like, it's when... All right, for example, when... Let's see example. When Ziggler was the NXT champion, right? Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool because Ziggler would show up on NXT, which you would never expect, right? So mm-hmm. if Jericho's the ROH champion, that means we'd see Jericho on this YouTube channel, which you would never expect. That's really cool. When it's just Jericho's the ROH champion, but it just means he's just in the same segment he probably would have been in before, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's wrestling wrestlers who also are crossover wrestlers like Claudio and Sammy Guevara and Brian Danielson. Well, then mm-hmm. then ROH essentially means nothing. Uh, and the writing is just very sloppy, very bad. 
You know? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Ethan Page. Here's the quarter. I got it. Ethan Page beat Bandito. And then it's Ethan Page in the finals. And then Brian Cage. Ah, Brian oh, Cage. Oh, Page is in the finals, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Page is already in the finals. And then Cage okay. will wrestle uh, Archer and Starks. And then they'll uh, Page versus, you know, somebody will be for the. Well, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the finals is on the Dynamite after Full Gear. It's on the the November twenty third. Oh, I thought originally they were supposed to have the finals uh, at Full Gear. Okay, yeah. that's wrong. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. We're in a little anyway. bit of lull times, Daddy. But that being said, a lot of good shit to be watching here. You know, if I had to just summarize wrestling, you know, we had two weeks off here. If we had to really think about wrestling right now, you know, they the. Roman situation needs to be it, 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 it needs to be handled, but I don't think it will be because of the Rock situation, you know. So just enjoy. Don't get caught up in like, oh, these titles are unified, blah blah blah. Don't be like a silly goose there because we got. You're gonna be happy when Roman walks, stays strong, and and is wrestling the Rock. You'll be pop pumping, right? Right now it's November seventeenth. The Rumbles is very soon, you know? Mm-hmm. In my backyard. Yeah. So where is the Rumble again? Is it San Antonio? San Antonio. I'm actually going to San Antonio tomorrow for work. Mm. Might buy a ticket be, at the box office. That could be fun. That could be fun. Anyway, hey, co- good come shit, and hang, baby. everybody. Good shit, everybody. Um, what, uh, yeah, I mean, I gotta, uh, I'm, gonna try to, I'm gonna try to watch Full Gear. I... Not sure what I'm doing. If Saturday I can watch live, but I'll check in see if anyone's having a watch party. Love that for you. Sweet. All right, everybody, enjoy San Antonio, Tulo. Thanks, man. You're the best. And uh, everybody, good shit. Keep up all the good work. And everybody, I, I love you. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Greens Wrestling Sports Podcast. Um, <laughs> and everybody, keep watching. Keep wrestling. on. Listen, yeah, keep, just, just, just keep it up, guys. Keep, keep it, it up. up, guys. Keep on watch. Keep, keep watching wrestling. And just keep it up.